It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. From former A's outfielder. Here comes Katsi. Here comes the relay. The slide. He's in there. Inside the park. Home run. Mark Katsi. To A's manager. It's time for the manager show with Mark Katsi. Presented by Nest Betting. The A's skipper sits down with Chris Townsend exclusively on A's cast. Visit nestbedding.com today. Here's Chris Townsend. Time now for the Mark Katze Show right here on Ace Cast and Ace Cast Live, brought to you by Nest Bedding. Love where you sleep. They have beautiful locations in the Bay Area, or you go online, nestbedding.com, for all your bedding, your bed, your sheets, you name it. You go to nestbedding.com, use the coupon code Oakland to get 10% off your entire order. Mark, how are you in Kansas City? Doing well. Just waking up and looking outside. It's a little gloomy, but uh, supposed to clear up. So, you know, looking forward to a, a three-game set here in Kansas City against the Royals. How much easier is it, or maybe you don't like it, that you play a team that you just saw, so pretty much your staff, your players, are prepared going into this thing? Yeah, you know, it does make the advanced scouting a little bit easier on, on the staff. And, you know, as you talk about, we just we just got done playing them. And uh, so there's a lot of familiarity to it. And, you know, in, in that, uh, it definitely decreases the, the workload uh, that goes into preparing uh, for each series. Uh, you know, Kansas City went down to L.A. And they played some pretty good baseball. I think it'd be dangerous two out of three. So teams playing better. And, uh, you know, we're, we're looking forward to going out and uh, – and getting a W tonight. And then you're going to end up at Yankee Stadium, which obviously for first-time players is, even though it's the new Yankee Stadium, uh, it's still Yankee Stadium. And I know for the the old Yankee Stadium, how just historic it was to go in there. What is it like for a player? Talk about your first time going to play in New York. Yeah, you know, Yankee Stadium is a special place. Um, we do have some young kids here that are going to experience it for their first time. Um, so we'll try to get them out on that field early for some early work, uh, get them familiar with, with the stadium, with the background, with, with the field conditions itself. And, and that's to be said here in Kansas City as well. Uh, you know, each infield in the big leagues plays different uh, speed-wise and uh, depth perception in terms of being in the batter's box. So, um, But in terms of Yankee Stadium and, and getting to the Bronx uh, for the first time, uh, I can reflect back on my career. I wore number seven in the Yankee Stadium as a, as a Florida Marlin, a, a young rookie right fielder. And it, let's just say, Tony, it didn't go very well. The experience wasn't great. Uh, I was over, I think, eight after my first two and took right field on the third day. And they, they were yelling and screaming at me to take my number off. It was disrespectful to Mickey Mantle or, you know, any of the, and so it was, it was pretty, pretty, uh, brutal, uh, experience, uh, for myself as a, as a young rookie in Yankee Stadium. And they're, they're really good at what they do. They're very creative. Yeah, they they creative. They they do their research. They do their homework. Um, you know, they definitely knew that I had some success uh, as a college player. They called me out, told me I was uh, impersonating that player, 
Um, so it was it was pretty good. They, they, the right field bleachers do a good job. You know, Frankie Montas threw just one heck of a game, and just was you know thinking back on this was the best Frankie Frankie had. I mean, he had the plus plus fastball. Obviously, he had the splitter, but when Frankie also has the slider going, and he's got all three pitches, he has the ability to have that what we like to call no hitter stuff. And then later in the game, he's still pumping it up there, ninety eight, ninety nine. What impressed you the most? about his outing yeah i think for frankie obviously getting into the eighth inning without giving up a hit um you know and in terms of the the fastball life all day he had it when he needed it he reached back and hit 99 um which we hadn't really seen this year um as you talked about the slider uh being able to locate it the split down and in on right handers i know vividly stands out the Rodriguez at bat he went heater heater split down and in and three pitches uh, made a pretty good hitter look pretty bad so um, Frankie had his best stuff yesterday uh, competed uh, his you know his tail off for us and uh, you know left that game uh, with with everything he had he left everything out there and uh, and you got to tip your cap to Frankie and and just you know overall um, uh, just from the year he's had uh, for us, you know, the wins and losses don't reflect it at all. Uh, he's a competitor. He takes the ball every fifth day and, and really uh, has given us a, a good opportunity um, to, to win ball games when he's on the mound. You know, when, when you're a hitter and you step into the box and you know the pitcher has three, maybe even four pitches that he's got full confidence in, and he's got three to four all working for him. What's your game plan as a hitter going up against a pitcher like that? I think you got to be aggressive early. You're looking fastball um, to try to get you know to get out of there before you you get to that second and third wipeout pitch. So um, you do see some guys against Frankie be a little more aggressive uh, early count. They came out yesterday. Uh, Seattle did and swung early. Uh, in that first inning, you saw, um, you know, Crawford and France, uh, Rodriguez all swing early count, make outs. Um, so uh, from that standpoint, as you say, as you get deeper into those at-bats with guys that have wipeout pitches, uh, the ABs get tend to get harder, and uh, your, your focus becomes not driving the baseball but putting it in play. You know, the one thing that we've talked about in the past and we're starting to see it, and I'm happy for it, I'm sure you are too, is starting to see some younger players get opportunities. And Jonah Bride is just a fantastic story. All the work that he's put in, he's earned everything he has gotten, and he's produced for you. How nice is it, and does it put a big smile on your face to write his name into the lineup card every day? Yeah, you know, Jonah, as you, as you mentioned, um, coming through our minor league system, a player development, uh, success, he's hit at every level and, uh, and really worked hard at, at, at finding a position that he can play confidently. And, and we're doing that here at the major league level as well. We're, we're getting him as opportunities to play third base and second base. Um, you know, we're going to see incremental improvements from, from these younger players, uh, while they're here. And, and that's really what you're talking about. The, the, the the joy of watching their success um you know seeing it happening uh in in front of us and being a part of it uh for jonah for nick allen um you know even sheldon noisy even though he's you know 
uh, a little bit on the on the older side of being a younger player in terms of age. Uh, he's still young at this level. He's still getting his feet on the ground and still uh, going through these these learning curves. And and we're gonna we're gonna look at that and uh, and and we talk about our back end of our bullpen as well with these guys that we feel are mature that have been here but really haven't uh, in those Zach Jackson, AJ Puck, uh, and the likes of those that are you know trying to solidify. Um, being, you know, big pieces in, in this bullpen as well. You know, when, when you talk about those guys in the back of your bullpen, it's just, it's hard to explain to people that those last three outs, the finality of the game is just different. I know people try to say, well, you know, the biggest turning point or the most high risk could be the, the seventh inning or the eighth inning. And I always go, I get it, but you have to understand there's just something different about the ninth inning. It's the end of the game. It's the same thing with, like, the last drive in football. It's the same thing with the the, the, the time counting down in basketball, the last shot. Just, just tell the fans how the last three outs is a different ball game. Yeah, you know, it, it, it is. And, it's you know, it's not fair to judge it if you haven't been out there uh, on that mound and, and having to – to go through that experience um you know we look at as you talk about the sixth inning and the leverage moment in the middle of the lineup or the eighth inning you know uh but really when you get 24 outs there's still 27 uh full to get a complete game in and those last three uh seem to be like maybe if you can mentally picture standing on a tee box with a one-stroke lead on the 18th hole trying to hit a drive down the middle of the fairway so uh the best of the best sometimes struggle with that so um there's a high level of pressure getting those last three outs and uh and experience can definitely uh help those that that go out there in those situations and uh you know and 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 lead that to uh, having success yeah, standing on that tee box with a one-stroke lead, I can already feel my duck hook with the nerves already <laughs> going left on that one. Uh, good news for you, Sam Mole going to be activated from the COVID nineteen list. Uh, now that you've been dealing with that a couple for a couple of years now, uh, when you get that news, oh, your guy's going to be out. He's on the COVID list. What's that like? Yeah, it's disruptive for sure. Um, anytime you have an unexpected event happen. Um, you know, you, you're scrambling to uh, to fill those roles, and and when you have someone uh, like Sam, that that's pretty an, an important piece. He's been a a great piece for us down in that bullpen. He's, as you talk about, pitch some of those uh, leverage moments, and and um, you know, but but from that standpoint, we have been dealing with COVID uh, and the issues that lie with with you know um, the circumstances you run into, and so there's uh, there's time to you know use. Um, those COVID issues uh, to your advantage too, to a certain extent. When when you got guys in the bullpen, um, you know that may need a break that that do uh, end up getting out uh, because of COVID. And and watching those guys that get those opportunities come in and and try to take advantage of them as well. You know, we mentioned Nick Allen earlier, and it's great to see him back. We know and hope he's going to be a big part of the future for this ball club. Have you seen a difference in him since you brought him back up from Vegas? Well, it's been a short window, but I think, you know, looking at him defensively, um, you know, there's a little bit more of a comfortability. Uh, I think he he's a little more relaxed on defense right now. He's made a couple of good plays since he's been back. 
and uh, and you can see, um, you know, the anticipation uh, of of you know of what he's working on in defense. Um, the play that he made when we had the infield in the other day, and the two depth, and he went to his right, backhanded the ball. Uh, it was a contact play. We didn't get the day out at home, but uh, going back and looking at that play on video, uh, he was well ahead of uh, of a step uh, before that ball was even hit in play, anticipating a sinker down and away. Um, so he does look more comfortable, and, and he's going to get more comfortable the more time he gets on this field. You know, when you think of him offensively, you know, you love seeing the first career home run. He's not a very big guy, but would you say there's more pop than probably you would think out of that bat? Yeah, he definitely has some some power. He can drive the baseball, you know, but what we're looking for out of Nick would be the, the alley-type power, and occasionally he's going to run into a ball like he did uh, for his first home run. It was a change-up elevated, uh, which is a good sign because it tells me he was looking for a fastball to, to drive the fastball to the right side of the diamond, which was the game plan. So, uh, you know, that part of the maturation process for Nicky, uh, you know, is coming together. And, and, and again, when we talk about developing players and looking at these younger players, you know, those are the, those are the positive signs and, and those are the things we've got to continually drive into them that, uh, you know, it, it's a difficult, uh, game, especially when you're coming here for the first time. Um, but to reward them for those 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 successes that uh, are going to eventually lead to to their long term success at this level. All righty, three in Kansas City, three in New York, and then four against the Seattle Mariners, who you just saw. So the next time we will talk to you, we'll be in Seattle. So have a great week. All right, thanks again, Tony. Appreciate you. And that's the Mark Katze Show brought to you by Nest Betting. Check out their locations in the Bay Area or you go online for all your betting needs, your mattress, your sheets, your pillows, you name it. You go to nestbetting.com. That's nestbetting.com. Use the coupon code Oakland to get 10% off your entire order, whether you're going into their stores or you're going online, nestbetting.com. That's the Mark Katze Show right here on A's Cast. And now back to A's Cast, brought to you by iHeartRadio. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.